In the previous session, we understood the definition of Sankhya Yoga, what is the meaning of Sankhya, what is the meaning of Yoga, and how this term uh, can often get confused because in different circumstances, it has got different meanings. So to reiterate, Sankhya means analysis. So when we try to understand this world analytically, that is called Sankhya Yoga. So by analysis, just like we discuss, when you try to enjoy the senses, it is like itching sensation. You're trying to satisfy it by scratching uh, your wound. But what happens, the itching sensation only increases. You are never satisfied by scratching. So this is called logic analysis. Oh yes, this is right. And in this way, a person tries to control the senses and advance in spiritual life. This is called analytical, analytical way of spiritual advancement. And there is another way of getting knowledge. And what is that? Simply if a person engages himself in the service of Krishna, without any analysis, all this knowledge will automatically be revealed in the heart. How he is not the body, how material enjoyment, he will not find any taste, no satisfaction. All these purports will be revealed by Krishna from the heart. Simply a devotee has to engage in Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnoho Smranam Pad Sevanam. Chanting about Krishna's name, hearing Krishna's name, quality, form, pastimes, thinking of him or contemplating upon the philosophy, offering prayers, worshipping the deity, serving the lotus feet. So in this way, this is called Bhakti Yoga. Directly engaging the senses in the service of Krishna and then Krishna reveals all the knowledge from the heart. However, it is uh, very, very difficult to perform such bhakti yoga because people are not so elevated to understand the signs that I am part and parcel of God. By engaging in the service of God, I will be satisfied. So that is why these gradual processes are recommended. So for those who cannot understand this thing, first step is start giving up the results of your activity. And then you will develop some sanity so that you can understand analysis at least. Otherwise, those who are grossly after material enjoyment, uh, either they don't understand the analysis at all in the first place, or even if they understand, they are not able to control their senses. So first of all, the recommendation for them is you start giving up the results of your activity. Then you will understand analysis, Sankhya. Then you will be able to meditate when you have given up your possessions, proprietorship, and uh, you are logically convinced by Sankhya. And then you can uh, understand the importance of yoga. You try to connect yourself with the Supreme. And uh, once the connection is established, the devotee develops attraction, then the knowledge is revealed about the personality of Godhead. Then he engages himself in Bhakti Yoga. So in Lord Krishna has been mentioning all these yogas, but we see here and there he puts Bhakti Yoga somewhere. He's mentioning Karma Yoga, control the senses, but Tani Sarvani Sanyamya Yukta Asita Matparaha Vashehi Yasyendriyani Tasya Pragya Pratishtita. In the second chapter where Krishna is giving basic instructions, just try to control the senses and nothing else. But then Krishna has given one shloka there also in the analysis, how you are different from senses and body. Krishna tells Sarvani Tani Sarvani Sanyamya, one who controls all the senses, how he controls Yukta Asit Mat Paraha. In my service, the senses are to be engaged. This is called Bhakti Yoga. So Krishna is willing to give Bhakti Yoga from the very beginning. But uh, Arjuna is representing himself as a layman. A layman cannot 
take directly to bhakti yoga krishna consciousness so although krishna is willing to impart and thus we find wherever any shloka is there about other kinds of yoga krishna is putting some hints of bhakti yoga but directly it is not been mentioned because arjuna can misunderstand it or a layman like us for whom bhagavad gita is spoken we can misunderstand it so that is why krishna is not able to reveal the most confidential knowledge which krishna reveals later as uh, we will see it so now although krishna is building up to the point of sankhya yoga again krishna we will see he is putting up the elements of bhakti yoga also here and there which is the topmost thing so this is the meaning of sankhya analysis of the material elements and by analysis you try to understand uh, your spiritual position and uh, try to advance further towards the topmost bhakti yoga system so which are the verses that uh, mark the beginning of this chapter let us see now yes verse number 1 shri bhagavan uvacha anashrita karma phalam karyam karma karoti yah sasanyasi cha yogi cha na niragnirna chakriya <clears throat> so at the end of previous chapter after explaining the importance of analysis explaining the importance of renunciation a person who is wise he has no duties to perform who is self satisfied he has no duties to perform again krishna told arjuna you fight so arjuna is confused what i am supposed to do i am supposed to take sanyas uh, renounce everything or i am supposed to do yoga what i am supposed to do please explain sometimes you tell you leave everything and then you are telling you do yoga you do karma yoga so lord krishna is clarifying his doubt in this shloka translation is the blessed lord said one who is unattached to the fruits of his work and who works as he is obligated is in the renounced order of life and he is the true mystic not he who lights no fire and performs no work so lord krishna is giving here the definition of sanyas arjuna is thinking as many others may also think sanyas and yoga are two different things but here krishna is telling who is actually sanyasi so you can read these lines anashritah karma phalam karma phalam means the result of your activities anashrita means without shelter he is not working to get the results of his activities then why does he work karyam karma karoti yah karyam means is obligatory work he is obliged to do it somebody tells you you stand here and guard this house not that you are getting great pleasure in doing that but it is the duty so i am doing that so if a, so that is why now why we are working all of us very very hard because we want the results of activities so we cannot be called yogis people tell oh i am karma yogi i believe in karma yoga so sir you believe in karma yoga so it means you are not interested in whatever money you will make from this business in whatever name fame power you will develop from this business if actually you are not interested in any of the name fame or prosperity then I, then yes that is called karma yoga otherwise uh, it is not karma yoga it is simply karma anashrita karma phalam a person does not want the result of the activity but he is doing as if he is obliged to do, to do that activity sa sanyasi cha yogi cha na niragnir na chakriyah one who is unattached to the fruits of his work and who works as he is obligated 
is in the renounced order of life and he is the true mystic he is sanyasi as well as he is yogi not he who lights no fire and performs no work shila prabhupad explains in the purport in this chapter the lord explains that the process of eightfold yoga system is a means to control the mind and senses so all the instructions krishna has given arjuna please control the mind and senses and vayur navam ivam bhasa even one of the senses if they are let loose mind focuses on any of any one of the wandering senses it can topple a person's spiritual life spiritual and material also a person with unregulated senses cannot have any satisfaction in life shrimad bhagavatam mentions hiranyakashipu was having control of all the universe he removed all the ministers which are called devata they control the elements like fire water and other things and he directly took in charge of all these elements however he was dissatisfied so bhagavata mentions whatever is meant whatever is there in the entirety of the universe cannot satisfy a person whose senses are not controlled so if a person's senses are not controlled what to speak of spiritual advancement materially also if he acquires everything entirety of whatever is available in the entire universe for sense enjoyment a person whose senses are not controlled he will never be satisfied so when krishna explained this thing to arjuna and now what is the solution how to control the mind and senses it is difficult so krishna is explaining now see arjun this is the way to control mind and senses and krishna will explain all the details here in this chapter however although we will see that krishna is mentioning these things uh, of sankh yoga to arjuna but uh, such kind of meditation is very difficult for the people in general to perform especially in the age of kali so although the eightfold yoga system is recommended in this chapter the lord emphasizes that the process of karma yoga or acting in krishna consciousness is better that is why we see arjuna what to speak of people of kali yuga who are so disturbed and poor in their physical and mental strength but arjuna who was such a strong person physically mentally spiritually he told ki this sankh yoga this ashtanga this process i cannot do so krishna then uh, we will see at the end of the chapter he is telling don't worry you are already on the topmost platform of yoga system so here prabhupad mentions a very important point which i have highlighted so lord is emphasizing that although he is mentioning that this is the process for controlling mind and senses however if a person is intelligent then he can take up to the process of karma yoga which is easy which everybody can perform rather than taking this very difficult thing so everyone acts in this material world to maintain his family and their paraphernalia but no one is working without some self interest some personal gratification be it concentrated or extended the criteria of perfection is to act in krishna consciousness and not with a view to enjoying the fruits of work to act in krishna consciousness is the duty of every living entity because all are constitutionally parts and parcels of the supreme the parts of the body work for the satisfaction of the whole body the limbs of the body do not act for self satisfaction but for the satisfaction of the complete whole similarly the living entity who acts for satisfaction of the supreme whole and not for personal satisfaction is the perfect sanyasi the perfect yogi so this is the catch 
why uh, the whole world is dissatisfied. They are working very, very hard. They are dissatisfied because they do not know the science. Somebody seeing that this leaf is drying up and they want to put water directly on the leaf. So it is foolishness because the person does not know the science how the leaf has to be satisfied. If you want to satisfy the leaf, don't put water on the leaf directly. Put water on the roots of the tree. Yatha taror mul In a similar fashion, what is our science? The science is that we as a spirit soul are part and parcel. We are always connected to Krishna. Krishna is the center of all the soul spread throughout the universe in various planets. So unless we satisfy Krishna, it is not at all possible to get satisfaction in life. So everyone in this world is acting to maintain his family and other connected things, paraphernalia. But everyone is working for self-interest. Self-interest means a person can try to directly satisfy his senses or try to satisfy the senses of his family members or that of his society or that of nation. But ultimately, it is called sense gratification only. It is not called any benevolent service. People think if I am trying to satisfy work for the satisfaction of entire society or entire nation, I am very great man. No, sir. This is ignorance. If a person thinks the social worker is a great man, then he's a foolish man. As per the absolute truth. Oh, social worker is foolish. Foolish. Yes. Why he's foolish? Because Isha Vasyam Idam Sarvam. Because the person does not have basic sense that God is a supreme proprietor. He is a supreme creator. So God has created this entire world for the satisfaction of all the jivas, all the living entities who are here. Just like the government has got various resources. And if a person steals the Reserve Bank of India for his personal needs or he steals for the family or he steals for entire society or state, that person would be called a thief. We cannot tell, oh, you have stolen for your entire family. You are a very nice person, great man. Oh, you stole for entire society, the entire state. That is very great act. No, the understanding is because we are not the proprietors. Therefore, the act remains that of stealing. And thus anybody who is not working for the satisfaction of Krishna, he is working for self-interest. Self-interest could be personally related to my mind and body or expanded because I consider them also as my selves. Uh, my family members are my extended selves. They belong to me or my the people of my nation. They belong to me. I'll work for the benefit of people and I will kill animals because I think animals do not belong to me. So this is also self-interest. So as long as a person is working for self-interest, there is no question of having satisfaction in life. That is why the great leaders, the people who do a lot of charity, they are also dissatisfied in their life. What to speak of ordinary people? Vedavyas. He had complete knowledge. He mentioned all the Puranas, worship of all the Devis, Devatas, giving charity, uh, maintaining a very strict moral life. He gave all these codes, all the wonderful knowledge, but he also was dissatisfied in his life. Then Narad Muni's spiritual master came and he told why you are dissatisfied because you have not mentioned directly the activities, the pastimes and science of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And then came out Srimad Bhagavatam, the final composition of Vedavyas. Even after writing Vedanta Sutra, people give a lot of stress on, on Vedanta. 
So Vedanta also will not satisfy you unless you understand Bhashyam Brahma Sutranam, the proper explanation or commentary on Vedanta Sutra. That is Srimad Bhagavatam. So that is why in our life also, unless we directly hear the pastimes of God, even Bhagavad Gita is not sufficient, Narad Muni told. Uh, because people will not misunderstand it. Small portion you have mentioned in the Mahabharata. That is also not sufficient. Unless you directly hear the pastimes of God and explain the pastimes of, of God, discuss it with others, engage directly in the service of God, Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Pada, Sevanam, there is no question of satisfaction. You keep on reading all the Upanishads, you keep on reading all the Vedas, all the what, Samhitas, everything, but satisfaction is not there. Because the science is, I am part and parcel of Krishna. It is very simple. Just like even though there is some problem in the eye, the medicine goes to the stomach and that automatically improves the disorders of the entire body. We have to tripyanti tatraskhand bhujo prishaka. What are the root? Pranopahara chayathendriyana. We have to put food in the stomach. In a similar fashion, it is very, very simple act. So just like there is a pastime one devotee shared. Uh, Srila Prabhupada was discussing. So I saw that uh, one of my god brothers, it was very hot and suddenly started fanning Guru Maharaj, Bhaktisdhan Maharaj. So Bhaktisdhan Maharaj told, why you are fanning me suddenly? So that Prabhupada's god brother means another disciple of Bhaktisdhan Maharaj, he told, because our satisfaction lies in satisfying your good self. So this is the science, this is the secret of satisfaction. Satisfaction of Krishna or his representative. When a person engages in such a manner, then only he feels unlimited satisfaction in his life. Otherwise, working for my self-enjoyment or extended self-enjoyment, it is not going to satisfy anybody. So this thing people miss in life. Always everyone is planning. Oh, so now tomorrow, what should I eat? What should I purchase? What should I order? What should I cook so that I am satisfied? Nobody is thinking, oh, this is uh, winter season. This fruit has come. Let me make something nicely for Krishna from this fruit and feed him. Oh, let me, Krishna has not eaten this thing for many days. Let me cook this thing for Krishna. And then you take that prasadam. Then you will be satisfied. Oh, it is very hot. Let me put AC in my room. But Krishna, we are not putting anything. So we are not thinking like that. So when we are always thinking, when I am having some trouble in my body, uh, then I'm thinking of oh, how to satisfy myself. Oh, let me go and purchase this medicine and let me have some money so that in future, if some difficulty happens, I should not suffer from this. But if a devotee thinks, oh, I am having so much suffering. Similarly, all the living entities are having this suffering. How all the living entities, they are in this troublesome situation in this body. So as soon as a devotee suffers, he immediately thinks, so everybody suffering like this. So I should help them. I should, I should try to spread Krishna consciousness, satisfy Krishna. So in this way, when a person is always thinking of satisfying Krishna, then there is satisfaction in life. So we also can implement this in our life and see the result. So Prabhupada tells that is why our principle is every single moment of the day, we should see that we are always trying to engage ourselves in the satisfaction of Krishna wholeheartedly. And this is where the intermediate platform of devotional service starts. That is called Madhya Madhikari. 
madhyam adhikari means avyartha kalatvam he sees even one moment is not wasted without serving krishna moment to moment he is conscious he is anxious why so should engage in satisfying krishna satisfying krishna so it is not easy to work on this platform however we should strive to attain it if that much realization is not there that we can engage ourselves every moment in krishna service then few moments you take out work as a matter of regulation okay uh, so four hours in a day chanting reading some book distribution some seva i will do or uh, one hour in a day or at least half an hour in a day or few minutes in a day at least to begin with let me try to just please krishna let me just chant and hear the holy name for the satisfaction of krishna so this chanting which we are doing it is for satisfying krishna krishna's incarnation in the form of name so when we are working in this understanding then we see automatically there is pleasure in our life so this is the science of krishna consciousness so the sanyasi sometimes artificially think that they have become liberated from all material duties and therefore they cease to perform the agnihotra yagyas but actually they are self interested because their goal is becoming one with the impersonal brahm so uh, sanyasis usually when a person takes sanyas it is not easy to understand krishna consciousness but at least it is easy to understand material activities are entangling and frustrating never satisfying so at least you leave that is called renunciation but that is not real renunciation as per krishna's definition in this verse krishna is defining any person who is working as if he is obliged to do the work and he is not having any desire to enjoy the results of that work he is called a sanyasi so sometimes some sanyasis uh, who have renounced this material world so ordinarily when a person is not a renouncer he is supposed to do agnihotra yagya fire sacrifice for satisfaction of krishna and various devtas various living entities yagya sacrifice is very very important just like we sacrifice some of our money as form of in the form of tax similarly we are supposed to sacrifice our resources as yagyas for the satisfaction of krishna all the householders are supposed to do five kinds of yagyas every panchasuya yagya there are five kinds of sinful activities to counter that a person is supposed to do this yagya every day so when you take sanyas sanyas means situated on the platform of knowledge then you no longer obliged to do these yagyas so some sanyasis they give up these yagyas and they think oh i am now a sanyasi but prabhupada is telling here and krishna is also explaining through this verse they are not actually sanyasis because they are also self interested what is the self interest of sanyasi when a person begins his spiritual life he wants to merge in the uh, like they tell in our country humko vilin ho jana hai bhagwan mein parmatma mein vilin ho jana hai jaake i don't want to take another birth i have to merge in the existence of god so just like uh, bhakti sadan maharaj gave examples if you see a train at night it is it is pitch dark and you just see very very strong light coming from the engine of the train and you may think oh, train means only light some source of light in a similar fashion krishna is having tremendous effulgence in his body so without krishna's mercy you directly try to observe him then you will simply observe light so people tell god is only light god is not light god is having a form but that form is very very effulgent so initially people think i have to merge and thus i want peace i don't want to enjoy these senses which create only misery in my life 
so this is actually also a self interested desire i want peace in my life so actually a sanyasi is also not a sanyasi who wants to merge in the existence of god rather than engaging in satisfaction of god and such a desire prabhupada is mentioning is greater than any material desire but it is not without self interest greater is used in the sense it is better better than satisfying the senses is try to merge yourself in the effulgence but still it is not without self interest that is good at least you don't want to do sense enjoyment but still you are self interested you also cannot be called an actual renouncer similarly the next level is yogi yogi knows that god has got form but he wants to not merge in the light coming out of krishna's body but in krishna's body directly wants to go and merge similarly the mystic yogi who practices the yoga system with half, half open eyes seizing all material activities desire some satisfaction for his personal self he also wants satisfaction either these mystic yogis they want some powers they get ashta siddhis they become smaller than the smallest heavier than the heaviest greater than the greatest like putana agasur trinavarta great huge demons they were expanding like body to many many miles this is yoga siddhi and controlling others minds and all these various siddhis they develop so either they want siddhis or they want to merge in the body of krishna this is also self interest so that is why so called ashtanga yogi or so called gyani gyan yogi cannot be called an actual sanyasi but a person acting in krishna consciousness works for the satisfaction of the whole without self interest a krishna conscious person has no desire for self satisfaction his criteria for success is satisfaction of krishna and thus he is perfect sanyasi or a perfect yogi lord chaitanya the highest perfectional symbol of renunciation prays in this way na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam va jagadish kamaye mam janmani janmanishvare bhavatat bhaktir ahetukitvai so chaitanya mahaprabhu is praying na dhanam i do not want wealth na janam i do not want many many followers na sundarim i don't want great beautiful women wife kavitam va jagadish kamaye who is described in choicest of poetries or i do not want praises by the people also mam janmani janmanishvare then do i want liberation oh no more birth i just want i don't want to come back in this miserable world no chaitanya mahaprabhu tells i am ready to come back to this miserable world mam janmani janmanishvare only one time i want to come back next time krishna you please stop my birth and death no janmani janmani life after life let me suffer from birth death old age and disease but there is only one desire which i have and what is that bhavatat bhaktir ahetukitvai let me be engaged in your causeless devotional service hetuki means i want something so i am trying to please krishna i want my peace of mind so i am chanting hare krishna mahamantra i want settlement in my life so i am chanting hare krishna mahamantra uh, i am doing devotional service this is called hetuki no let there be a disaster in my life many many repeated births and deaths many many problems but let me always be engaged life after life in your devotional service this is my only desire so devotee practices 
a very high kind of renunciation sometimes devotees understand that okay yes material life material enjoyment yes actually there is no satisfaction hankering only increases but then they hanker after spiritual pleasure that is very good prabhupad tells this is the way hankering after spiritual pleasure when you hanker after it then automatically you will be able to control all the senses like i shared the quote prabhupad is telling simply you chant this hare krishna mahamantra and try to hear each and every word hare krishna hare krishna when you are chanting hare you think you are directly contacting you are taking shelter of lotus feet of radharani when you chant krishna you are taking shelter of lotus feet of krishna as soon as you chant hare krishna you you are in direct touch with god so in this way when you try to hear very very attentively then you will develop shila prabhupatals you will get taste you will get enjoyment and so much enjoyment you will get you will tell oh for this enjoyment i can give up anything just like people give up so many things for certain kind of addictions they give up their uh, uh, we know you know when small boys they get addicted to computer game Uh, they are not interested in eating they are not interested in interested in going out meeting their friends not interested in many other things because they are getting this pleasure in a similar fashion simply by attentive respectful and regulated chanting every day hearing every word discreetly understanding every word is a unique personality in this way when we serve we will develop some taste and that taste would be so nice then a person automatically is willing to give up and he gets strength also to give up all the unwanted habits unwanted desires material desires so this is very very important without self interest so a person works only for the satisfaction of krishna without material self interest and then there is another uh, higher uh, renunciation a person gives up spiritual pleasure also so one devotee was sharing uh, it is mentioned nectar of devotion also so when once you finish all these books then you should read nectar of devotion very high kind the pinnacle of devotional service the actual mood of uh, pure devotional service is explained there so in nectar of devotion it is explained how uh, and in chaitanya charitamrita also it is explained uh, the devotees are so much absorbed in love for krishna one devotee as soon as he would see peacock feather he would immediately remember krishna and he would come in ecstasy and uh, they would faint and fall down so this is the the level of Uh, uh spiritual life this is the level of pleasure that devotee derives in spiritual life so much pleasure that devotee faints simply by seeing one peacock feather so in a similar fashion once uh, uh, a devotee was fanning uh, lord chaitanya and he was getting uh, again he was uh, going to faint but then he controlled himself and he rejected that spiritual pleasure so that he can continue seva krishna's charioteer also he comes in ecstasy becomes stunned and he is about to faint when he sees krishna riding on the chariot but he gives up that pleasure so that he can serve as a charioteer to krishna similarly prabhupad could have lived in vrindavan uh, vrindavan is a place where krishna is always personally present manifest for the devotees and manifest for us but always he is personally present that is his personal place but prabhupad left that place to go out go abroad this is called spiritual Uh, uh sacrificing even spiritual pleasure so one devotee personally shared this but when actually a person is willing to sacrifice even a spiritual pleasure then actually unlimited spiritual pleasure is open for him so that is why we should not worry 
So Krishna is a person, he is a conscious person, just like the parents are more than conscious for the demands of the child who cannot speak, who is totally dependent. Similarly, if we don't expect any pleasure, we simply want to serve, I should simply see moment to moment, every moment I am spending for the satisfaction of Krishna. And then Krishna will give material pleasure, spiritual pleasure, whatever is required, everything, the floodgates would open for such a devotee who is working in such a manner for Krishna. So one devotee was sharing his experience. Uh, so usually we do not want to get disturbed. 4.15 our sadhana starts or 4.30, 5 o'clock in some temples. So 4.15 to 9.15 we have sadhana. So devotee don't want to get disturbed at all for these five hours. They just want to chant and hear, chant and hear, dancing, hear, continuously keep on chanting and hearing. Sometimes Kirtan, sometimes Japa, sometimes Bhagavatam. Five hours continuously they want to do Shravanam and Kirtanam without thinking anything about this material world or any other activities. But it is very important to preach the jivas also. Morning time is a good time for preaching. People are peaceful. They have gotten up offices or colleges have not started. So this devotee had very nice chanting. He was chanting in the morning. And then this new seva had come. And on that day, especially the chanting was so very nicely. He was absorbed in chanting. And he was getting very nice pleasure. But then he had to go out of temple for taking this class for some new boys who were picking up Krishna consciousness. So uh, then he was thinking, uh, so I have to give up this pleasure and I have to go and take class. Uh, but with a heavy heart, what can be done? Class has to be taken. So he went there, uh, he stopped his chanting in between and then he went for the class. And then he told that, uh, Prabhu, when I gave class that day, so much pleasure I got while giving the class, while sharing this knowledge, uh, much more than what I was getting in chanting. So that is why we have to understand Krishna is called Govindam. Go means senses and go also means cows. Vind means pleasure. One who gives pleasure to the senses is Krishna. Krishna is the source of all pleasure. Krishna is the reservoir of all pleasure. So if you are trying to satisfy Krishna, Krishna is a person. When he wants to give pleasure to you, who can stop? So Prabhupada's father would tell Prabhupada this many times. So God has got many hands. You've got only two hands. If God wants to take away, how can you protect with two hands? And if God wants to give you, how can you receive with two hands? So that is why if Krishna is pleased by your service, irrespective of whatever circumstances you are in, irrespective of whatever you are doing, if Krishna is satisfied, always you will have unlimited satisfaction in your life. So that is why we should not worry much about, we should not worry at all about material pleasure. That is not pleasure. Such thing only increases hankering in our life, dissatisfied, we always are. And sometimes when we are in the beginning of spiritual life, because we are having so much contamination, so much disease of bodily concept we have, we may not get spiritual pleasure immediately. Still, without worrying whether spiritual pleasure sometimes we are getting or we are not getting, we should see and our prayer should be when we are chanting Hare Krishna mantra, the mood should be, please Krishna, let me engage myself every moment in your service. No moment should go wasted without your satisfaction in my life. And if a devotee has... Uh, served Krishna in such a manner every moment he has been able to serve Krishna or maximum moments that is a satisfaction that is that, in that we should take satisfaction and then you will see if you maintain such an attitude automatically spiritual pleasure very soon will start flowing in the heart of such a sincere devotee
So this is very important word. Please remember without self-interest. This we do not know. Everyone is working for self-interest. Some people think satisfying my mind and body will satisfy me. Some people think uh, satisfying the senses of my family members will satisfy me. No, sir. Either for yourself or for family members or for anybody. If you are not working for Krishna's satisfaction, we are simply thief. Thief is always anxious. He is never satisfied. So that is why Krishna explains this first step of the yoga system. What is that? Yam sanyasam iti prahur yogam tam viddhi pandava nahi asanyasta sankalpo yogi bhavati kashchana. What is called renunciation is the same as yoga or linking oneself with the supreme. For no one can become a yogi unless he renounces the desire for sense gratification. So Krishna is telling. Arjuna, you are thinking if you are if you go for yoga, you will not be able to uh, take sannyas, which is very important for spiritual life. But you understand sannyas is automatically included in yoga. Why? Because unless a person takes sannyas, nahi asanyast sankalpo, third line of the verse, yogi bhavati kashchana. No one can become a yogi unless he renounces the desire for sense gratification. So what is sannyas? Krishna has explained in the previous verse. Sannyas means giving up the results of the activity, desire to enjoy the senses, desire for self-interest, that has to be given up. Asanyasta sankalpa. So sankalpa means self-satisfaction or material desires. Asanyasta, a person who has not renounced the desire for sense gratification, he cannot become a yogi. So that is why Rupa Goswami has mentioned in the Upadesha Amrita. <coughs> That is very, very important book for all of us who want to start our spiritual life. Practical instructions which we have to implement our, in our life are given. Just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave Shikshashtakam, eight shlokas, which we play before the lecture many times. Rupa Goswami gave 11 verses of Nectar of Instruction, which is very, very important. So the first verse is this thing only. Vacho Vegam, Manasakrodha Vegam, Jivva Vegam, Udropastha Vegam. Bhaktisdan Maharaj was asked by uh, uh, one of his disciples, that why uh, so many people, they are following all the rules and regulations so strictly. Uh, why they are not able to advance sufficiently? So Bhaktisdan Maharaj told they are not advancing because of uh, secret bad habits or personal desires, material desires. So the material attachments or these bad habits, which we have in Arthas, they are compared to anchor of boat. How much ever you may row with great strength and great force, if the anchor is down, boat is not going to move. It will move around the anchor. You will think it is moving. It is going around the anchor only. You keep on rowing the boat. So that is why uh, unless we, unless somebody controls the six Vegas, Rupa Goswami has mentioned, first of all, please control the Vegas. Yes, if you simply keep on chanting, one day automatically you will give up, but that will take a very long time. So voluntarily, we should practice to control the six Vegas, which are the Vega. Vega means force. We have six forces in the body. Vacha Vegam. There is a force to speak, urge to speak unnecessary things. So we should see any statement which I am making. Is it for the satisfaction of Krishna? Either directly for Krishna's satisfaction, Krishna Katha, or if I speak these words, I get some resources which I can use in the service of Krishna. So unless my speech is there for satisfaction of Krishna, I should not speak. 
so vacho vegam manasa vegam mind has got various forces so many thoughts they come most of them random and unwanted krodh vegam anger i cannot control it and i want to express my anger jivva vegam i want to taste various food stuffs udar vegam the force of the belly i want to fill my belly upastha vegam force of the reproductive organs these are six forces which are uh, capturing all the conditioned souls so a person has to control get free from these vegas etan veganyo vishahet dhira person should practice to tolerate not getting disturbed by these vegas then he can understand and preach krishna consciousness so unless these vegas are con- so controlling the vegas means what okay now i will not speak anything i will remain silent entire day <clears throat> i will never become angry in my life i will always remain very very peaceful i will not eat anything i will just take water or take some simple things or give up eating altogether no so this control is meant for less intelligent people a boy who is very naughty teacher makes him stand in one place don't move stand here with raised hands because he is naughty if you let his senses lose he will do mischief in the class but uh, a student who is wise teacher tells come please speak you give explain the answer to others also sometimes he is encouraged to teach also on behalf of teacher so that is why rup goswami is recommending the positive process of self control i am having very good control over my car it does not mean i put in the garage entire day but i am able to drive it properly so proper sense control means you are able to drive the senses for the satisfaction of krishna so controlling vacho vega means 24 hours you can chant hari krishna mahamantra or you can speak about krishna that is called controlling vacho vega satatam kirtayantam 24 hours our tongue should be engaged in service of krishna manasa vegam mind should th- making mind thoughtless is very very difficult and although it is possible for some time ultimately it proves to be a failure so thought should be engaged in thinking of the lotus feet of krishna yogi ridhyana gamyam the yogis are thinking of this form of krishna within their heart so mind should be engaged in thinking of lotus feet of krishna krodh vegam uh, if a person decides i will never become angry in my life he will fall down in his spiritual life so bhagavatam mentions if a krishna or his devotees are being offended and if a person does not become angry he will fall down in his spiritual life so for a person who is getting angry for personal reasons such religions or such instructions are there at least do not become angry because there is no knowledge of god and devotees what to speak of getting angry for protection of god and devotees so arjuna he became very angry nobody can fight without anger lord hanuman became very angry burned down the entire city so anger is very good and recommended and required it is must that you should become angry when god or his devotees are being offended if a person does not become angry at that time then he will fall down in his spiritual life so anger also should be controlled and thus even god becomes angry some people are not able to understand no ramchandra became angry uh, when the ocean did not respond he may be some devata powerful man but not god god cannot be angry so they don't understand god also becomes angry so one should become angry only for the satisfaction of god and devotees in their service grow in the, that way krodh vegam can be controlled udaropastha vegam udar is having very strong vega how to control it not eating anything is very difficult so that is why you eat eat krishna prasadam very nicely in that way you can control udar vegam upastha vegam controlling the genitals 
so that also can be controlled uh, for those who are always relishing krishna consciousness they can tolerate such urges if that much realization is not there then use the forces of reproductive organs for producing a nice krishna conscious child by following the regulations which are mentioned so in this way all these vegas can be very nicely used and should be used for the service of krishna this is called real sanyas and real renunciation you should act krishna is telling but you should not be attached to the results for your enjoyment you should give up the desire for enjoying the results however controlling senses in such a manner is the first step of yoga people think oh let me eat whatever let me drink every day three cups of tea and i'll become a very nice yogi no sir so yoga means control of mind and senses it begins with that so we should see am i following the dictations of mind at the end of the day i see oh my mind dragged me to so many places so then it means it is i have to work upon my mind i should control the mind mind should not control me i should control the senses my tongue tongue should not control me i should control my anger anger should not control me anger is driving me so this is very very important so we should try to practice this self control and how to practice i request all of you please read uh nectar of instruction first verse uh, before the next class you can search online i have shared on telegram channel also the links of prabhupad books you search nectar of instruction in that and please read the purport very long purport is there of first verse so prabhupad is giving how actually these vegas can be controlled and we can use them for satisfaction of krishna but we have to positively work upon the control of senses if i am getting pushed away day in and day out morning to evening by the senses then uh, Uh, how much ever we chant it will take a very very long time to advance but you control the senses and then you practice chanting also side by side try to do reading engage in krishna service then we see advancement is very very fast so please don't forget this first step of yoga that is controlling the senses in the service of krishna and following thus four regulative principles is very very important so otherwise we may follow very very nicely prabhupatels it will take a long time many many lives to do it so krishna mentions aru rukshir muner yogam karma karanam uchyate yoga rudasya tasya eva shama karanam uchyate so for one who is neophyte in the eightfold yoga system so it is not recommended that he can control his senses from the very beginning so in this now krishna is beginning to explain this ashtanga yoga So in this Ashtanga Yoga, ultimately, as we discussed previously, a person should stop eating completely. A person should should stop uh, watching anything. Person should stop hearing anything, and direct all the persons should should stop activities of legs, activities of hands, activities of uh, genitals, activities of rectum, anus. Everything he has to control. Five active senses, five knowledge acquiring senses. Nothing should work. Whole body should be still. and it should be sitting in that place completely so this stage is very very difficult this is called yoga rudha advanced stage of yoga and aru uh, rukshur means beginning stages of yoga so in the beginning stages of yoga krishna is telling work is said to be the means and for one who has already attained to yoga cessation of all material activities is said to be the means so in the initial stages a person is supposed to do pranayam various postures sitting postures so that he can control his mind and senses but an advanced devotee need not do all these postures and he can uh, and f- uh, finally when he is very advanced he is moving he is talking he is walking in every situation he is able to always think of krishna within his heart this is called advanced stage of yoga 
So that is why Krishna is telling Arjuna in the beginning, anyway, even if a person is following this Ashtanga yoga system, stopping all the activities is not recommended. But uh, engagement is the beginning. A person is said to have attained yoga when having renounced all material desires. He neither acts for sense gratification nor engages in fruitive activities. So then a yogi who is very advanced by such practice, how can we understand he is advanced? He will not do these two things. Whole world is engaged in two things. What is that? Sense gratification or fruitive activity. Either the people are enjoying the senses or fruitive activity means they are working in such a manner so that they can get resources for enjoyment. That's it. These two things are keeping everybody engaged. Morning to evening, I work in the office. That is called fruitive activity. And when I come back, I walk, I watch YouTube videos. I drink, sleep, and enjoy various pleasures. So either fruitive activity or sense gratification. And a yogi will not participate either fruitive activity or sense gratification. Yogi will always think how moment to moment I'm trying to satisfy. Krishna. So with this we will finish